0: Good morning. Good morning. Hey Alexis. <clears throat> hey Andrea. Good morning. Hey Eb. How y'all doing? Hey Kaya. Hey Deshanna. Hey Connie. Hey Thea. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? Hey, Tanisha. Hey, Tamara. Mm. Good morning. Welcome. 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 I see y'all coming in. Good morning. How y'all doing? Hey, Rod. Hey, Kim. Hey, Linda. Hey, Shamika. Good morning. Hey, Teresa. How y'all doing this morning? Beverly and Nicole. Gary Green. Hey, Sadell. Up early this morning. Good morning. Hey, Daphne. Well, good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How y'all doing this morning? Good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We are YouTube Live, Facebook Live, and Instagram live. And I just want to take the time and welcome you this morning. We will upload a little later on podcast. Don't forget to go subscribe to anchor.fm backslash just being lmj. Uh, LakeishaMJohnson.com, the YouTube channel, Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. and if you are interested in booking me, booking at JustBeingLMJ.com. So God is so, God is so faithful. At the emergency room, six-year—I'm fine though. So hopefully your six-year-old is fine as well. Um we are God is God is so faithful we are here this morning. Oh, as I was told, oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Being intentional. Intentional is um it's funny. It kind of goes with the devotional today. Being intentional is very important in every relationship and your relationship with God. I need to get started. I want to pray and get started, but don't forget tonight is the master class with Emily McKnight. It is not my class, I'm the special guest on the class. Em and I are gonna talk about the courage to find love again. Even if you can't watch tonight at eight o'clock, if you go ahead and register for the class, then as soon as the class shuts down, you get an email with the video of Em and I talking. So um, go and register for that class. We'll drop the link a little bit later. It's on my LakeishaMJohnson.page and we'll send out an email a little bit later. Last announcement, Pillow Talk December 2014, December 14, 14, not 2014, December 14, 2018 is coming up. Registration has been released. If you want to attend this Pillow Talk, you need to, because here's the thing for my Arkansas people. This will be the last Pillow Talk in Arkansas until way later next year, unless I do a private Pillow Talk for someone. So if you don't get this December edition of Pillow Talk, you will not be able to get a Pillow Talk in Arkansas, maybe until next December, because Pillow Talk is going out of the state for the next couple of sessions. So if you've ever wanted to attend a Pillow Talk, this is your time. My light just shifted. This is your time to attend Pillow Talk. I'm sorry, my light, one of my lights just went out. This is your time to attend Pillow Talk here. You know what happened, but we gonna keep rolling. This is your time to attend Pillow Talk here. So don't miss that opportunity to attend Pillow Talk. I lost lights. Well, we are not gonna be messed up about this light I lost. No, why my light just shifted. Let me keep rolling anyway. So, so make sure you attend Pillow Talk. Let's pray and let's get started for the day. Uh, Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word is the light. We thank you, Father God, that the word illuminates, Lord God, even when our physical surroundings are not doing what they're supposed to do. We thank you that the word is what prevails in our life Father, we thank you for goodness. We thank you for mercy. We thank you for grace. We thank you for love. We thank you for peace. We thank you for protection. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for your glory. We thank you for all you are. Grace, grace and mercy that you give us every day. Brand new mercies, Lord God, we just say thank you. I'm so grateful for the grace. I gotta say it again, Lord. We say thank you for the grace. Lord God, bless this devotional today. I cover it in the blood of Jesus that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. No demon, no devil in hell shall come near our dwelling, Lord God. Let a fresh anointing fall on us, one Father God, one that chisels away all of the places that do not look like you. We thank you, Father God, from a power, for a power that only comes from on high. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So let's get started this morning. This morning we are um, it's here in Little Rock. I don't we don't ever release the location, Contessa, until um, we don't release the the exact location until uh, a week before the event. So it's here in Little Rock. Um, But the next one in January is in the West Coast. So make sure you get on that. Let's get started today. I told you we were in Ephesians and we were learning our identity. We've been learning our identity in Christ and who Christ is like we've been learning our identity in Christ and who Christ is. And I want to show you something this morning. And I'm praying that your heart understands how much how much God loves you. How much God is just? How much God adores you? How precious you are to God? Like how how much um, he just is? It, I titled. I guess the best thing is to tell you the title. I titled today's word. God is looking for you. God is looking for you. God is looking for you, and I'm gonna back this up in scripture. And I know some of you are like, God is God. How is he looking for me? Because he's looking for you to want to be found. Like when God is in search for you, it's, um, it's not like hide and seek, like he sees everywhere. When he was in the garden, he asked Adam, he said, why are you hiding from me? And it was really almost rhetorical because he knew that Adam was hiding from him emotionally, spiritually. We can never really hide from God, but I will tell you more than anything that God is looking for you. God is always looking for you. Um, I wanna read to you. We're going into chapter Ephesians chapter two. And when I read this this morning, I was just in tears. And when God gave me the um, title for this message, I began to understand. So it says, once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins, But God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave gave us a life when he raised Christ from the dead. It's only by God's grace that you were saved for. He raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. So God can point to us in all future ages as examples of the incredible wells of his grace and kindness towards us as shown in all he has done for us who are united with Christ Jesus. God saved you by his grace when you believed and you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we've done. So none of us can boast about it for we, our God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. I'm telling you, God is looking for you. The enemy has presented a situation in which he'll make you think that whatever sin has happened, whatever mistakes has happened, You broken, you speckle, you spotted, you striped. The enemy will present a situation in which he will begin to make you feel as though God is not looking for you. And I'm telling you, God is looking for you. God is looking to have a relationship with you. God is looking to demonstrate his goodness to you. God is looking to show you brand new mercies every day. God is looking to be in a relationship with you. God is looking for you. He's looking for an intimate relationship with you. He's looking for an intimate relationship with you. Holy Ghost, help, te- help me teach this. He's looking for you, you uniquely. He's looking for you. He just wants you to be found by him. He's longing for you to want to be found by him. Brand new mercies, brand new day. He wants to read construct you. He designed you for such a time for this. He has purpose in your belly. He's got a destiny for you. So I'm telling you, no matter what your enemy told you, no matter what your mother told you, no matter what your circumstance told you, no matter your sin, what your sin looks like, God, our father. See, this is the moment that you receive him like father. You are not an orphan. And whatever that orphan spirit has been saying to you, or been lying to you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you that God is looking uniquely, designed looking for you. Why? Because it tells us here, right here in the word, but God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. So God can point to us in all future ages as examples of the incredible wealth of his grace. You are an example of God's wealthy place. Your uniqueness, your talents, your gifts. You are an example of God's wealthy place. So it only it only benefits God for you to do good. It only benefits God for him to prosper you. It only benefits God for you to walk in health, for you to be sound of mind. It only benefits God. Why? Because God is looking for you. Why is God looking for you? Because he uniquely designed you for such a time as this. You're not a mistake. You're not an accident. You're not just an happen a happenstance. You were uniquely knitted and created by God. Isaiah 64 and 8 says, let you Lord our father. We are the clay. You are the potter. God is looking for you because guess what? God isn't finished with you yet. God is not finished with you yet. He's looking for you because he is not finished with you yet. He's still got to chisel some things out. Some of you just stopped at the place of your sin, stopped at the place of your mistake, stopped at the place of what you've accomplished so so far. And God is still searching the depths of looking for you. Ezekiel 34 and 11 says, "For for thus says the Lord God, behold, I myself will search for my sheep and seek them out. He's not done with you yet. The enemy might have told you that. Somebody else might have told you you were washed up. You may have finalized yourself. But I came to share with you this morning, you are oh so important to God. You are so important to God. You are his, you are his treasure. He's looking for you because he's not finished with you. He's not finished with you. He's seeking you out. He's drawing you closer. That's why some of you guys have been feeling this pull to be more than you've ever been before. It's because God is looking for you. He's calling you. He's calling you in. He's saying to you, Sadal, baby, come here. Draw a little closer to me. I got something I want to show you about you that you haven't even discovered yet. But most of us get in this hide and seek game and which we think we can hide from God because of the things that we've done. I don't care how broken you are. I don't care what sin you've done. I don't care what happened. I promise you right now that God is in full search for you. He's looking for you. He said, Ezekiel 34 and 16, it says, I will seek the lost, bring back the scattered, bind up the broken and strengthen the sick. I will. That's what he's doing. He'll look for you. He's longing to have a depth of a relationship with you. Why? Because you are the wealth of his grace. You are the wealth of God's grace. You are a treasure to God. You are a treasure. Matthew 18 and 12. He said, what do you think? You think if one of my sheeps take off that I'm not going to go look for that sheep, man, I'm going after the one sheep. God is looking for you and somewhere something in life occurred and this world told you you were not that important to God. And I came to restore order today so that you understand that you are important to God, that you are important to God, that there's a power to you, that there is a purpose for you. God has not finished chiseling you out yet. He's, he has not finished chis- chiseling you out yet. He wants to affirm your worth. He wants to deal with your insecurities. He wants you so secure. I'm telling you what he told me to tell you today, that God isn't looking for you. Yeah, Daphne, you're the wealth of God's grace. You're God's wealthy place. You are God's, man, that's powerful within itself. You're God's, it says, well, we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we we can do the good things he planned for us so long ago. And I know some of y'all are saying, you don't know how bad I messed up. And I'm saying to you, you don't know how bad I messed up. (laughs) I am an extension of God's grace. You are an extension of God's grace. Sometimes I don't know how much, how he can love me so much, but I know when I allowed him to find me and to discover me and to chisel me and to impart into me and to embrace me, I found a love. I've been so completed in love that I cannot explain it. It's so, some people have asked me before, how do you know this love, this love? I'm telling you, the love is so real because what I feel right now is so complete. What I feel right now is so complete. It's what I have been longing for all along. It's not validation from other people. It's not validation from other people. It's not validation in this world system. It's not validation in this thing. It's in my committed and my relationship to be in this relationship. I've had with him to be discovered. And as I discovered because I was really discovering God, he already knew who I was. He had already framed me from the beginning of the earth. He just was looking for me to discover him in the fullness of my joy and who he really, really was. He was looking for me to discover him in the fullness of joy, understand who he really is and what I meant to him. You are his. The enemy has been lying to you in so many ways for you to live so complacent. He's looking for you. I want to share something with you. When I was a little girl, I always used to go into the store and get lost. I would get lost, it was habitual. I was habitual at getting lost. My mother would say to me, my mother would say, stick close, Lakeisha, stick close. Don't leave my side, stick close. But every time, come on, Holy Ghost. Every time I would go in the store, I would get um, so intrigued with all the things, the racks, the places that I could hide, new toys. I would always get intrigued by everything. And almost every time that I went into the store, I would get lost. I would get lost. And so my mother would get into kind of this frantic and she would begin to search for me and she wouldn't be able to find me. And sometimes I was just in the racks hiding from her. I was hiding from, i like to hide from her. I like to sit in the clothing racks. And every time that I would do this, my mother would resolve, and she would go to customer service, and she would say, I'm looking for my baby. Can you help me find her? And customer service would make an announcement and say, Lakeisha, your mother is looking for you. Can you come to the front desk? And every time I would come out of hiding or I would come out away from my distractions or I would come from wherever I was and my mother would find me. And the funny thing is, my mother would never, ever fuss at me. My mother would never fuss at me. She would hug me. She would love on me and she would say, I, I don't I don't I don't I don't know what would happen if I lost you or if something happened to you. Our God is the exact same way with the same intensity that my mother looked for me, with the same intensity that my mother felt to care, to make sure I was safe, to make sure I was protected. God is the same exact way God is looking for you. God is looking for you. He is in search for you. He is ready for you to say, you know what? I'm ready. I would come out of hiding every time I would come out of hiding every time and say, here I am, mom. I'm safe. I'm okay. God is looking for you in the same passionate way. He's looking for you in the same passionate way. He loves you so much. He's not finished with you yet. God is not, you have not even reached the fullness of who you are yet. He's the potter. He designed you early. He knows what's still in you. He knows what you haven't maximized yet. He knows what you haven't completed yet. You haven't even reached your full potential. But because some things have happened in your life, you put some limitations on God, thinking God only wanted just a little bit of you. And God is like, man, I'm in full search for all of you. So I'm coming to tell you today, God is looking for you. He will never, ever, ever leave you or forsake you. There is no sin that you can do. There is no anger that you have had. There is no mistakes that you have made that our father is not still in search of you. God is looking for you. He is looking for you. You are his masterpiece. He planned good for you so long ago. Don't let the enemy trick you, make you think you're less than, God sees unlimited possibility, unlimited potential in you. He has so much more for you. He is just waiting on you to say, "Here I am, Father." Here I am, Father. Here I am, Father. Here I here I am. Here here I am. Here I am, Father. I don't want what this world has to offer me anymore. I don't want to do this in my own strength. I I don't want to do this on my own accord. I'm tired of struggling, tired of being overwhelmed, tired of being consumed. I'm here, Father. I'm here. He's just waiting on you to be discovered. Like I told my mom, I say, I'm here, mommy. I'm here, mommy. I'm not safe. I'm not hurt. I'm not. Nobody's done anything to me. I'm not lost. I used to tell her and I used to smile. One time I even called the service desk and said she was lost. (laughs) I came to the service desk and said, hey, I need you all to find my mom. She's lost. God is looking for you. You are his masterpiece. You are the example of his wealth and his grace here on earth. So don't give up. Don't don't think this is it. This is not it. This is not the end of who you are. This isn't all that you're supposed to achieve. This isn't all that you are supposed to accomplish. You are not stuck. God is looking. He did not abandon you. He did not leave you. He did not forsake you. As a matter of fact, he's looking for you. He's looking for you. He loves you so, so much. That doubt, that unbelief. That unforgiveness, that's not him. If the accuser of the brother can keep you in that place, then he knows you won't discover all that the father has for you. God is looking for you. God is looking. God is in search of you. You are his precious ruby. You are his child. He knitted you in your mother's womb. He fashioned you out. He designed you. He said from the beginning of the earth, this is who you'll be. And this is what I want. God wants the very best for you. I'm telling you, I don't care what the enemy has told you. God, our father is in full search. He is looking for you. He is just waiting on you to be discovered. He's just waiting on you to say, here I am. Here, here I am. Mm, That's it for today. You you take those scriptures, Ezekiel 34 and 11. You take Ezekiel 34 and 16, Matthew 18 and 12, Isaiah 64 and 8, and Ephesians, this second chapter in Ephesians, and you read this over yourself every day. And when the enemy is lying to you, telling you you are not worthy, telling you God does not love you, I'm the guaranteed witness that the God you serve and the God that you love and the God that loves you has so much more for you. God is looking for for you. Nah, Kim, he's looking for you. I'm your witness. There was so much I had done. There was so many places I had been. I was so carnal. I was such in such a way. It, it's funny now because people say you seem so I'm not perfect in this thing. I've just discovered my father's love. That love like no other. I've just discovered my father's love. And I know without a doubt (laughs) that even when I stay away, that he is looking for you. He's looking for you. God is looking for you. My God, he is looking for you. I need to pray for you. Some of you thought God had abandoned you. Some of you thought that God wasn't interested in bringing you to a new season. Some of you have been so overwhelmed with pressure and dark thoughts and almost even some tendencies that left you depressed. But I am telling you today, the day that God is looking for you, he is looking for I'm telling you, oh, I don't have no doubt. I don't have no doubt. I don't have no doubt. I have a resolve. I have a resolve about God. I have a resolve. I'm telling you, the, the tears that I cry is for the for you. God, God the tears that I cry, they for you. Because I know what it's like for the enemy to exploit you. <laughs> it's, I know what it's like for the enemy to make you think that this is it. I I know what it's like. Like, I know what it's like. I could feel it. I know what his grace and mercy looks like. I know what his love looks like. I know what his patience looks like. I'm telling you, I know what it's like to be in a painful place and think that you are forgotten. And I'm just coming to you today so that you understand God is looking for you. He's ready to meet you at that place. He's ready to comfort you. He's ready to show you how much, even for some of y'all who think you've already gotten it, God is always in a constant search to bring you into the more of you. He's in a constant search to bring you into the more. That's why I say Isaiah 64, he's the, he's the potter, you're the clay. He's always chiseling you out, dusting you off, pushing you forward so that you can come into the fullness Of who you are. So if you didn't think so. I'm telling you today. God is looking for you. And he loves you. He loves you so much. He is looking. He is in full search. Of you. Father I thank you. For the people today. I thank you for your word. On this morning. I thank you for your love, your love that that just overwhelms and consumes and wants to overwhelm and consume us. We thank you, Father God, for reconciling us to the cross. Hmm. Now, Father God, we cast down every negative thought, every negative self-image. We cast those thoughts back to the pits of hell. We abandon this orphan spirit that's been trying to tell us that you have forgotten about us. We cast that orphan spirit back to the place of hell, for we are not orphans. We've been bought with the ultimate price through Jesus Christ. Now let your Holy Ghost do the greater work in us, Lord God. Continue to de- demonstrate your measure of love in the people. Let the greater witness be in the salvation, that they receive peace, that they receive love, that they receive joy, that they receive restoration. We thank you, Father God, for your word. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your desire to overwhelm and consume us with your love. I wanna read this to you. This is Isaiah 61 um, and the second verse says, he has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come. And with it, the day of God's anger against their enemy to all who mourn in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes, a joyous blessing instead of mourning, festive praise instead of despair. In their righteousness, they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory. They will rebuild the ancient ruins, repairing cities destroyed long ago, They will revive them though they have been deserted for many generations. Foreigners will be your servants. They will feed your flocks and plow your fields and tend to your vineyards. You will be called priests of the Lord, ministers of our God. You will feed on the treasures of the nations and boast in their riches. Instead of shame and dishonor, you will enjoy a double share of honor. You will possess a double portion of prosperity in your land and everlasting joy will be yours. For I, the Lord love justice, I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully reward my people for their suffering and make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants will be recognized and honored among the nations. Everyone will realize that they are a people the Lord has blessed. I'm overwhelmed with joy in the Lord my God. For he has dressed me with clothing of salvation and draped me in a robe of righteousness. I'm like a bridegroom in his wedding suit or a bride with her jewels. The sovereign Lord will show his justice to the nations of the world. Everyone will praise him. Your God loves you so much. God is looking for you. Don't matter what you did. Don't matter what you did five minutes ago, 10 minutes ago. I'm telling you, my God, our God is looking for you. He's looking for you. I promise you he is. Well, that is it for today. (laughs) That is it for today. I don't think we need anything else. I hope today that you discover how precious, how valuable you are to our God, how much you mean to him, how much he loves you, how much he's going to restore you, how much he's going to bless you. You're going to get a joy. You're going to get some joyful morning. You're going to get some oil of gladness. He's going to give you a double portion of some things. I just hope today that you discover how much our God loves you. He loves you so, so much. He loves you so much. He sent you this word today to let you know that he is looking for you. Well, that's it. I love you. I love you all too. I love you more than you know. You know, we were created to be an extension of of our, our father's love. So today, do me a favor, go love on somebody today. You don't know if someone is at the point of giving up. You don't know that. You don't know if someone is getting up. You don't know if someone is consumed. You don't know if someone is overwhelmed. Strong people can fake it. Strong people can fake it. Strong strong people can fake it. But when the deficit is there, the deficit is there. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.